Unsteady, Chapter 1, Too Soon. Himiko Kayo, the teacher listed off, looking around the room. Here, said a bored voice. The owner of the voice sat positioned near the window of the classroom, gazing at the December snowfall. She felt an undeniable sense of boredom. She had passed this class already, easily earning A's, yet she had no other classroom to go, so here she sat. A few minutes passed, still gazing out the window, wanting to run in the snow. She loved the snow. It was beautiful. Beautiful like Cosme, turning her attention to the French-Japanese girl, her brown curled hair complementing her tan skin with her brown eyes. Cosme turned, meeting her gaze. Himiko loosed a small wave. Cosme smiled back. Himiko blushed wildly. Himiko! Himiko! Himiko was thrown out of her daze, turning to see who had called her. She found her teacher, Reiko standing, uh, staring at her. She blushed slightly, having been staring at Cosme. You please write the kanji for your name on the board. We're going to take it apart. Slowly, Himiko made her way to the board and wrote her name. Her parents both spoke Japanese while they lived in America. She was half Japanese on her mom's side. So she chose her language classes to be Japanese to practice with her friends. She'd often practice with her best friend, Kasumi. Himiko had been friends with Kasumi since they were little. Their parents had uh, been friends in high school. When Kasumi moved to America, she was 15. They had both been devastated. It had been a crying, sobbing mess. Eventually, Himiko moved to America about a year or so after Kasumi they now attended senior year together. Both of them were just 19 years old. Himiko heard the school bell ring, followed by the clatter of students filling the halls. She sighed, reaching slowly in her desk, pulling out her notebook, reaching in her school bag, she placed it. She continued this process with her other supplies, just like any other day. Himiko began walking out of the classroom when the teacher called her. Himiko? Himiko turned her head towards the teacher. Yes? Get home safe, okay? Her teacher said. Himiko laughed. Okay, I promise. Her teacher gave her a tight smile, seemingly worried for the girl. Say hi to Kasumi for me. Himiko's heart fluttered at her friend's name. As her teacher, she had a smile. Himiko turned and continued walking, not needing to stop at her locker. As she made her way outside, she shivered slightly, the air chilling her. She sighed in annoyance, realizing she had left her coat in her locker. Himiko jumped as a hand was placed on her shoulder. Letting out a small squeak, she heard a laugh from the person beside her. Did you just squeak? Followed by more laughter. Himiko turned, her face reddening in embarrassment. I, 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 I didn't squeak. Her voice studded with the shivers. Aw, is somebody cold? Himiko's face flushed a deep red. If you have a fever too, you're all red, Kasumi asked, teasing. I'm cold, jerk. You could have just asked, Kasumi said. She took off her coat almost immediately, handing it to Himiko, placing it around her shoulders. She made Himiko's heart race. She felt a warmth now surrounding her. Well, you didn't need to give me your coat, Himiko said. She let it out. Her breath visible. Kasumi grabbed Himiko's hand. Ready to walk? I guess. You gonna miss me? Oh, Kasumi said, letting out a small sigh. I'm gonna see you at school tomorrow, idiot, Himiko said. Don't call me an idiot. You know you love me.
Himiko blushed at the love me part. She knew Kasumi probably loved her as a friend, but it didn't matter. Himiko looked ahead to seeing Kasumi's car. Himiko felt a pang. Sadness, Kasumi ran to the car, letting go of Himiko's hand. Only a moment before Himiko hopped in the car, taking her place beside her friend in the front seat. Kasumi began driving after starting the car. The engine sputtered to life. The radio turned on full volume, made Himiko jump. Kasumi laughed at her, turning to her. You're so cute. <laughs> Himiko blushed Kasumi's movement in the corner of her eye. As the tan brown car barreled into Himiko, Kasumi threw her body over her friend. Himiko saw the car, then saw her friend throw her body over her. Time stopped. The next few minutes were torture. The sirens wailed. Her blood mingled with Kasumi's as she sat there paralyzed, unable to do anything. Tears fell down her face as somebody tore off the mangled door before turning and yelling to other unknown people. More faces appeared in the hole. She smiled and her world went black. Chapter 2 Erasers are for accidents. Himiko woke up in the hospital, panicking at first. The beat of the heart monitor spiking, alerting the nurse that she was awake. Nice to see you awake, Himiko. Himiko's eyes followed the nurse warily. We found you and your friend in the crash. Himiko stared back, numb. She stuttered slightly. It, it co- cost me? The nurse turned to her with sad round eyes, then she called the person outside. When she heard, Jang, you can come to tell her now. Her face blanked, instantly paling as she saw the state he was in. She turned to see Cosme's dad, eyes red and puffy as he walked over and hugged her, whispering in her ear. Cosme is gone. She was crushed in the car crash. What? No, no, no. She promised she'd stay with me. She, she's, she's not gone. Her voice trailing off in a sob. He hugged her tighter as she started tugging against his grass, crying. He sat down on her bed and held her as she cried into his arms. Jing Lei, Cosme's dad, had always been close to her, especially since her parents divorced after moving to America, leaving her alone. He loved her like a daughter, both very close to Cosme. Zhang had left his wife and son after learning they were physically abusing Cosme after walking into the abuse. Cosme had never loved her mother much. Zhang was about 36 when he had uh, Cosme at 18. They sat there for hours, holding each other crying until Himiko fell asleep. Zhang turned down, his eyes sad. He saw so much of his daughter in this broken girl. Zhang promised he would take care of Himiko. He promised right then he'd protect her forever. Himiko woke up, turning to see Zhang asleep in the chair. He looked so peaceful like that. She would let him sleep. She found a small bell attached to the side of the bed. Assuming it would call a nurse, she pressed it. A few moments later, the same nurse from earlier walked in. Himiko made a small gesture, forming her hand to a cup-like shape, putting it to her mouth, signaling water. The nurse smiled and nodded, walking out of the room. A few days passed through this awkward dance of life, eating, drinking, sleeping, repeating. She found she could barely feel her legs anymore. She wished to be alone to try and stand. Miko told Jang to go get her some food and dismiss the nurses fussing over her. She began to prop herself up, picking up her leg in the bed, trying to tense it. When her leg barely responded, she let out a frustrated grunt. She would try again, repeating this until one of her leg muscles gave a twinge. She could feel one area tense. Progress! She heard the door buzz. An unfamiliar woman walked in. Her brown hair and blue eyes too bright. 
Laker smile. Hello, Himiko. Himiko was unimpressed. I am your physical therapist, Neve. Neve was an odd name, Himiko thought. Neve could have been no more than 20. Older than Himiko, not by much, though. She had the skin the color of chocolate, mixing with her short, very curly hair. Decent looking. Not as beautiful as cost me, though. Himiko sighed and gave a wave. I have come to assess how much you can move and what you will need help with, Neve said, as she flashed another too bright smile. Himiko asked, what do you need me to do? I want to go back to sleep. Neve laughed. Her laugh sounded like costumes, making her sad. Neve noticed the change. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It's none of your business now. Uh, Himiko said, let's get you into a wheelchair then. We're gonna we're we're gonna get you to walk whether you want to or not, Neve said with a devilish smile. Himiko let Neve lift her up from the bed. Neve held her to her chest for a moment, readying the wheelchair. She's very strong, Himiko thought, and she could feel the muscles in her arms. Neve settled into her wheelchair and wheeled out of the room. Where are we going? Neve. Oh, silly me! I forgot to tell you. We're going to my office. We're going to assess the damage there. Himiko sighed sadly. It'd be so much easier if Kasumi was still here. No, she wouldn't think about Kasumi. She's gone now.